go ahead and take our Bibles. Uh, we're going to go to the book of Ezekiel uh, tonight as well. We're going to be all over the place uh, in more of a, a Bible study in uh, almost a sword drill with as many verses I've got here. So uh, Ezekiel 36, um, 2 Corinthians chapter number 5 uh, are the verses that we'll start out with tonight. I want to uh, kind of go off of what I was talking this morning about uh, our hearts and having a right heart uh, with God, or having having our hearts right, you know, with Him, and uh, and as, even as I say that, um, there are going to be people who uh, who wonder what does that look like. You know, how do I know that my heart uh, is right with God? Because the Bible does say that our hearts desperately wicked. Who can know it? Uh, and uh, so um, all the problems. There's two things really. Um, our tongue gets us in trouble. Of course, our heart does. Uh, and uh, what comes out of our mouth comes from our heart. Uh, and had a conversation with somebody earlier, and, uh, and a couple of uh, um, swear words came out, uh, and uh, not, not by me, <laughs> and, uh, uh, but by them, uh, and uh, that's just a telltale sign that God needs to do work in the heart. Uh, Bible says a frowardness, uh, uh, he hates the froward tongue, a froward mouth, and so perverseness and, uh, and cursing, uh, that's just not something uh, that uh, we should do as Christians. And by the way, uh, there are um, Christian curse words uh, that people use. Got to be mindful uh, about that as well, uh, and uh, slang and everything else. And uh, so, or even taking Bible words that are in the Bible and using them uh, in ways that aren't Bible ways. And uh, I, I know a lot of men who do that uh, with a couple of words, and it's just uh, uh, cringe uh, every time. Uh, every time I hear that. So um, uh, we're praying this week that uh, we just have our hearts right with the Lord. And so these are some things that we can, uh, we can see and that are evidences of, of that very thing. Um, spiritually, uh, there, are, uh, there are evidences or uh, I don't want to say symptoms because we're looking at a positive thing, right? So uh, if our heart is with God and right with God, it will be absent uh, many of the symptoms that would evidence uh, a heart that isn't right with him. Uh, but you think about it from a human standpoint, your, your physical heart. Um, if, if you start having chest pains, all right, um, that doesn't necessarily mean you're having a heart attack. Uh, it could be a number of different things uh, that are going on. Uh, but if it's chest pains, um, and, and, whatever. And that's why they ask all those questions uh, when you go in. Do you have history and et cetera? Uh, but, um, but if you're like me, I'm like a hypochondriac. So, you know, if I just have, you know, um, pepperonis on my pizza are too hot, I think I'm having a, 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 a what's it, an infarction. <laughs> and, uh, uh, so uh, um, don't be like me uh, in that regard. But, uh, or like I web MD everything, uh, internet, like I'm an internet doctor, uh, you know, uh, and don't do that either. Uh, but uh, there are symptoms. And, and, uh, and, and by the way, if you had like legit heart disease, um, then maybe you would eat different, right? Uh, maybe maybe you, you would approach things differently in your life if you, if you were diagnosed uh, with a physical heart condition, um, you would, it'd be silly for you to not address it, uh, at least be more careful. I mean, you can make a choice like, I don't care, I'm going to eat, you know, um, a package of sausage every day and whatever, uh, and not worry about cholesterol. You can certainly do that. Uh, but um, if you knew your, your heart was sick, um, most people uh, would do something to mitigate that. 
Um, but I'm just telling you right now, spiritually, emotionally, our heart is, it, it tends to be pretty sick. And, uh, and so there are symptoms of that. There's fruits, there's ways to discern um, that whether somebody you're talking to has a heart that's right with God um, or if you have a heart uh, that's right with Him. So seven marks tonight uh, of a right heart before God, and we're going to start uh, in Ezekiel chapter number 36, verse number 26. Uh, the Bible says there, and I love this verse, by the way, it says, A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you, and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh and will give you an uh, heart uh, of flesh. I have that in my notes. Is that what your Bible says? Uh, and uh, so um, when we get saved, God gives us uh, a new heart. Um, and there's no heart transplant. You still have uh, your physical heart. Uh, I have, uh, my dad died. He, when he died, it was um, a heart attack was what he was diagnosed of having had. Uh, and uh, my dad, you know, drank, you know, smoked uh, a lot of things that I don't do and, and died at 45 of that. Uh, and his heart was uh, uh, enlarged and uh, in all that. Um, my, because of my family, uh, my heart is, is bigger. Uh, I have a big heart. Uh, physically speaking, a large heart uh, in something that's cold and dark, uh, but it's big. Uh, and uh, so uh, it is, um, um, I don't even know where I was going with that. <laughs> okay, I think about it. Uh, oh, you didn't get a heart transplant. You've been spiritually rebirthed. Uh, and God gives us uh, a, a new heart, and He puts a new spirit within us. And so a heart uh, that is a right heart, a heart right with God, is a new heart. Um, it lines up with what the Scripture says our heart should be, uh, and how our, our heart, not physically pumping blood uh, to your body, but should perform as a spiritual muscle, uh, if you think of it that way tonight. Uh, it's not the heart. Uh, that you're born with physically, but another heart that's put in there uh, by the Holy Spirit. Um, I have uh, mentioned the book by Brother Shadbach in the chapters that he has in there that really develop the thought about uh, the body, soul, spirit, uh, and the heart. Uh, I'm going to um, uh, be teaching on that in, in detail uh, when I have the time to, to get into it. It's pretty um, wordy. Uh, the way that he puts it, but the, the concepts are just spot on. Um, it's uh, the new heart that God gives us is a heart that uh, it has new joys. Like, like things that um, didn't make you happy before, they, they make you happy now. Um, there are um, also, I guess, new sorrows. Um, things that um, didn't bother you before. Uh, with the heart that God gives you, you should be you know, sorrow, sorrows over sin. The way that you see things um, are different when you've been uh, born again. Uh, there's uh, new desires. There's new hopes. There's, uh, there's uh, new likes, dislikes. It has, um, there's new views uh, that God gives us with a new heart about our soul and sin and God and um, the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, salvation, how we view that, how we view other people, um, a heart that desires the things of God, uh, desires the Bible, a heart that desires to pray, a heart, heart that, that longs for heaven uh, and, uh, and uh, to, uh, in the holiness of God. And, uh, it's uh, it's um, a, a Christian who, who is born again that God uh, gives this new heart to, uh, is, um, it's, it's just awesome. Uh, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17, Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. 
Um, if you've been regenerated, rebirthed, born again, saved by the blood of Christ, uh, you are a new creature in Christ. Uh, you have a new heart, or like that one Kentucky preacher said, when he got saved, he got a new liver. Uh, new liver inside, he was a moonshiner, uh, and uh, got saved, he quit doing that, and God gave him a new liver. The Holy Spirit of God living inside of him. And, uh, and nobody, nobody gets saved that God doesn't change. And, uh, and so if someone says they're born again, uh, and, uh, and there, there's been no change, uh, then it is okay to, to, to question, uh, to discern whether or not they're truly born again. Uh, because the Word of God, uh, either, either they're lying or the Bible's lying. And since we believe uh, God is, is truth and the Word of God is truth, that He cannot tell a lie, uh, I'm just going to go with the Bible. Uh, and, uh, and so if you've been born again, you've been given a new heart uh, by God. Um, a heart or a mark uh, that your heart is right before God uh, is, uh, are those very things. And so um, when you think about, um, well, before you got saved, you weren't concerned for your own soul, so you definitely weren't concerned about the souls of other people. And if you're born again and heaven is real and hell is real to you and you're thankful for the salvation that you got, when somebody gets born again, it moves you. Uh, you rejoice uh, that they get saved. Uh, it's a new feeling that you have uh, because you're born again and that ev- that's an evidence. So when we're, when we're cold to uh, souls uh, and soul winning, uh, when it doesn't matter to us, uh, the spiritual condition of the people around us. We don't love our brothers and sisters in Christ. Those, of course, would be marks that your heart is not right with the Lord. So as we prayed this morning and will tonight, you got to say, well, is, am, I, am I a new creature? Do I have new goals and aspirations and new views and, uh, and uh, new desires for God? Uh, and uh, that is what I'm looking for. But that doesn't happen, obviously, uh, unless you uh, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And so a heart that is right with God believes uh, in Christ uh, and Christ alone for salvation. Um, we don't believe in work salvation, uh, but, um, uh, but it's, it's even more than that. Turn with me uh, to Romans 10 uh, and then Ephesians chapter number 3. Romans 10 uh, and Ephesians chapter number 3. A right heart is a heart which believes on Christ alone for salvation and in which Christ dwells by faith. And so when we say, um, asking God into your heart, um, I was talking to somebody over lunch and, and, um, and I, I brought up this very fact that we, when we ask Christ uh, in um, and He saves us, uh, there's a lot of things that God does transactionally in salvation. But since you're, if you're here tonight and you're saved, uh, you have the companionship of the Lord and the, the leading, the guiding, the Holy Spirit in, in dwelling you. Uh, there are many, many benefits uh, that we have as Christians uh, that I'm, I'm super careful not to, to necessarily tell people in order to sweeten the pot uh, to get saved. Uh, is everybody with me? Um, but uh, a new heart, a heart that's right with God is a saved heart. Uh, somebody who's trusted Christ as their Savior. In Romans 10, verse 10, you know this one, if you've uh, tried to share the gospel with people. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So we, we talk about Christ dwelling in our hearts in, in Ephesians 3.17, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye being rooted and grounded uh, in love. 
Uh, in fact, um, I mean, throughout the Bible, but I think about in Hebrews, where he says, let us draw uh, near with a true heart and full assurance uh, of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies uh, washed with uh, pure water, talking about entering into the throne room of grace. Uh, so a right heart um, is a heart that rests on all the hopes that it has from Scripture. Uh, it is, um, um, if you're saved, uh, you're eternally saved. Uh, you've been pardoned. Uh, you've been justified. Uh, we have uh, not only salvation and justification, the righteousness of God applied to our life, but uh, we have an intercessor in Jesus Christ, a mediator, uh, Jesus Christ. Only one mediator between God and man, the Lord Jesus Christ. Not a priest, uh, you know, and, uh, in the confession. How many of you ever in your past have gone to a confessional booth uh, and uh, in your life, in past life as Catholics and stuff? Um, just think about uh, how sad that is uh, and, um, and how, but how genuine uh, the people are who believe in that and what they're doing. And, um, but aren't you thankful that you have a mediator, Jesus Christ, that you don't got to go to, uh, you know, my pastor says you don't got to go to uh, a guy named Papa who dressed like Mama. Uh, you know, talking about their robes and stuff. My pastor's really politically correct. Uh, and, uh, and so uh, and, uh, uh, the Bible says that we're sprinkled with the blood of Christ and uh, from an evil conscience. And, uh, and, uh, and we look to Christ daily. Uh, if you're saved, a heart that's right with him looks to Christ for, uh, for peace. And, uh, and his mercy, the Bible says, is renewed uh, every morning and for grace and all the things that God gives us um, uh, the new heart, the saved heart, longs for those. It looks to be uh, to fellowship with Christ. Looks to to go to Him uh, for uh, our daily bread, the Word of God, uh, and it leans on Christ. It hangs on Him. It builds on Him. He's our foundation. Uh, we cleave to Him uh, as uh, our uh, the great physician, uh, as the guardian of our light, as our uh, the the our husband. Uh, if you look at the bride of Christ and as a friend that sticks closer than a brother. If you want to know your heart, if your heart is right, um, you should want those things. Um, If your relationship with another person isn't right, there's tension. Uh, There's contention, right? There's awkwardness uh, that that goes along with those things. If there's any bit of that uh, between you and the Lord, uh, it's an easy fix. Uh, You just confess it to your sin to God and you get it right. And God says he'll, he'll fellowship with you and commune with you. Uh, we draw nigh to him, he'll draw nigh to us. Uh, that's number two. Uh, and so a heart uh, is a heart that believes on, a, a right heart before God, a heart that believes on Christ alone, dwells in him by faith, and then is also a heart uh, that is a new heart uh, that, uh, that desires new things because old things are passed away. Another thing the Bible says about a heart, our hearts, turn to Psalm 51, uh, if you would please. Psalm 51, and um, by the way, Psalm 51 is a wonderful psalm to memorize uh, and uh, as use it as a model uh, for how you should pray uh, to God, a a repentant prayer uh, to the Lord. Of course, this is David uh, and after his sin with Bathsheba, but he says this in Psalm 51, verse 17, the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit a broken and a, con- and a contrite heart, O God, thou wilt not despise. We know um, that God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. We talked about that recently. 
Uh, we're to have reverence for God and humility. We, God's throne room is a throne room of grace, uh, but uh, grace is God giving us things we don't deserve. And we should never enter into the throne room of grace um, presumptuous. Um, I, I, don't, I don't like name it and claim it Christianity. I mean, I, I get it. I understand that. Um, but I just, I have a problem with like, God, you said, so do it. Um, like holding God accountable for his word. Uh, and uh, that should never be our, uh, our demeanor with God. Uh, and there's a, by the way, there's a way uh, to, uh, to pray that way and to claim the promises of God. Not that you're reminding him, he knows. Um, but um, uh, as we approach him humbly. And so we know that with there's, when there's pride in, in stuff that, um, or, or sin, iniquity in our heart, God doesn't hear our prayers. But when there is, when there is your heart broken uh, and there's contrition, uh, you, you're, you're saddened by whatever it is and your heart is broken, um, the reason those times are sweet is because you can know in those moments as you cry out to God that you've got God's attention. Uh, and, and that's the heart that he is looking for. Uh, it's, a, it's a heart that's broken off of pride uh, and, uh, and fights against it. It's a, it's a heart that, uh, that, uh, that wars against self-conceit. Uh, we, we talked about from the book of Philippians uh, and uh, self-righteousness. Uh, it's, um, uh, you know, before you got saved, uh, you know, you are um, filled with pride, uh, and um, going your own way. Uh, it was a way that seems right unto a man, but the way uh, the Bible says it ends in death, uh, and it's abroad, uh, and God has plucked us from all of that and given us salvation. Uh, and, uh, but a person who has their heart right with God um, thinks of themselves as unworthy, um, um, guilty uh, of the blood of Christ and Incorrupt. I, I know that modern Christianity just says that, you know, um, you and Jesus are just like this and, and, and it, you shouldn't ever feel bad about anything. Uh, but, um, but I just find way too much in the Bible to believe that. And uh, so, so when, when you realize uh, that uh, your old heart's former stubbornness and heaviness and ins- you know, insensibility to God, and the things of God, uh, have been... Uh, have, passed away in salvation, it, 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 you, you no longer think lightly of offending God. Um, our heart is, a heart that's right with God is tender. A heart that is right with God is sensitive uh, and, uh, and it um, uh, has reverential fear for God. It, it, it's humble and lowly and self-abased. It, it's, it sees itself as no good thing. And, um, and that's, I'm, I'm saved I'm a child of God, joiners with Christ, ambassador, all the things we've talked about recently, uh, but, but I am just dirt that God has breathed in uh, the, the breath of life to. And, and, and it's just, um, um, to me, true scriptural self-esteem is that, uh, is, is believing that um, God made you, created you. There's, there's all, of, all of that side of it. Uh, God doesn't make mistakes, uh, but uh, that he, is, uh, he has my... Um, best interest at mine. He is bringing me to an expected end. He loves me and cares for me. He counts, you know, the hairs on my head. Uh, and uh, in an, all of the, uh, the vast universe that we live in, uh, God knows everything about me and loves me and cares for me. 
Uh, and, uh, and that's a tremendous, uh, tremendous blessing. Uh, but the God who made everything and, and uh, created everything, runs everything, sustains everything, uh, is uh, a God that we should approach um, from a place of humility uh, in our life. And, uh, and so the Bible says, um, uh, for example, in 2 Kings twenty two nineteen, Because thine heart was tender, and thou hast humbled thyself before the Lord, when thou heardest what I spake against this place, and against the inhabitants thereof, that they should become a desolation and a curse, has rent thy clothes and wept before me, and I have heard thee, uh, saith the Lord. You go through the Bible, you find out that he bottles up your tears. Uh, you find out that, um, um, man, um, I, I like to find people who are... are, are I don't like to find them. I don't want people to be broken. But when somebody is broken and in contrition and they're very sensitive to the Spirit's leading and, uh, and they have that kind of a heart, um, I want them praying for me uh, because, because I know that God's cued in uh, because of what the Word of God says. A right heart is a new heart. A right heart is a heart that believes on Christ alone. A right heart is a broken and a contrite heart. Uh, a right heart, number four, is a purified heart. Turn with me to Acts 5, or excuse me, 15, uh, in verse number 9, as well as Matthew 5, if you would. Acts 15, in verse number 9. Um, a right heart is a purified heart. Um, the Bible says this in Matthew, well, Matthew 5, 8. Uh, it says, um, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Uh, in Acts 15, 9, the Bible says, and put no difference between us and them, purifying their hearts by faith. Um, uh, elsewhere, the Bible says, having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness and the fear of God. Uh, the Bible says, I hide thy words in thy heart that I might not sin uh, against thee. Uh, a heart that is right with God um, loves holiness and hates sin. Um, if, if you don't have a hatred, uh, for sin, uh, your heart uh, might not be right. Uh, a purified heart, uh, right that, a heart that is right with God, strives daily to cleanse itself uh, from the filthiness of the flesh and the spirit. Uh, we read about that, in, uh, in, uh, or I quoted it from 2 Corinthians chapter number 7. Uh, it hates that which is evil. It cleaves to that which is good. Uh, a heart that's right with God delights in the law of God, uh, has the law of, uh, of God engraved upon it. Uh, Psalm 119, verse 11, uh, Again, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. It longs to keep the law, uh, the word of God, more perfectly. Uh, it, uh, it teaches us to deny ungodliness. Uh, so uh, if, you're, if your heart is right, you hate the things that God hates and you love the things that God loves. Uh, and a sign of a heart that is not right is when you embrace, condone, tolerate, uh, excuse away um, sin when you shouldn't. In fact, the Bible says we should even talk about those things which are done to them in secret. Um, it's a hatred for sin. Uh, it loves God and people. Its affections are set on things above. It, uh, it feels joy and happiness uh, when, it's most, uh, when it's at its most holiness. Uh, not when it's uh, away from God. Uh, and uh, so a heart that is right with God is a heart that is a purified heart. Uh, a heart that is right with God is a praying heart. Uh, let's look at a couple verses. Um, let's go to Romans chapter number 8. Uh, Romans chapter number 8, uh, Psalms 27. Uh, a praying heart. Uh, <coughs> Romans chapter number 8, verse number 15 says this, For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, uh, Father. 
Um, Psalm 27, 8. When thou saidest, Seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, Thy face, Lord, will I seek. I preached from that uh, just a few weeks ago. Uh, and uh, we were to seek the face of God. Um, not just like, you know, um, I saw a video uh, uh, clip last night, I think it was, uh, a preacher talking about where two or three are gathered in my name, there will be in the midst, uh, and how often we take that out of context. Um, where two or three people are gathered, uh, there I'll be in the midst does not constitute a church. All right. Um, and uh, the way he was talking about that was like, if that's the presence of God, you'd wake up in the morning, you want to talk to God, you couldn't because you're the only one there. You got to go find somebody else to get together so you can feel the presence of God. Uh, and, uh, but what that's talking about is, uh, of course, in Matthew chapter number 18, um, church discipline, and there's a number of verses that we take out of context uh, that is in that passage of Scripture. Uh, but, uh, but our hearts are supposed to be a, a, a purified heart and a praying heart. Um, it has within it, the Bible says, the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Uh, it, its daily feeling is, your face, Lord, will I seek, uh, from Psalm 27, 8. Uh, a heart that's right with God and a praying heart is drawn uh, to speak to God. Uh, and to commune with God and to talk with God uh, about spiritual things. Uh, it's, it, and, and it's necessary to pour ourselves out to God. Uh, you should desire to pray. Uh, have you ever, you ever been like, um, to, for another human being, it's like, I just got to talk to them? Like, I just really need to talk to them. Or, um, you know, maybe you're, you know, you're confronted, you know, by someone. I remember one time, uh, and uh, I got arrested uh, and uh, so sheriff's deputies uh, picked me up uh, and put the handcuffs on, whatever, and uh, uh, not to get into all of the, the details about it, but uh, a lot of those sheriff's deputies um, uh, were corrupt, <laughs> uh, and uh, they would buy dope uh, and um, sm- smoke weed at our house while they were on duty. And so as a teenager, they came to arrest me, and I said, I'm, only, only, I'm going to come out, but the only person I'll talk to is the pastor, Pastor Scarver. And, uh, and so there's times where uh, we demand, I've got to talk, and I will only talk uh, to this one person. Um, but if you've never longed for that, um, like, I just got to talk to the Lord. So, can you just stop talking right now? I have to talk to the Lord. Um, I must talk to him. I must pray. Uh, and um, where prayer, unfortunately, uh, has become a last resort uh, for the average uh, Christian, uh, he, uh, you know, tell it to Jesus. We sing that song, uh, and uh, we've got just a wonderful privilege to be able to pray. We can tell him our hearts, uh, needs, and desires. We can, uh, we we can, we don't have to keep anything back from him. By the way, he knows everything, so you don't need to talk in code and you know and minimize your stuff. You can just say, God, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a wicked mess, and here's what I've done. Uh, and God, please forgive me. Uh, and it's, not, it's no surprise to him. Uh, and, uh, but we can be very candid uh, and, we can, uh, and we can go to God just like we, just like we breathe. Uh, and in a moment, just, just go to him in prayer. Uh, a heart that is right with God desires that. You don't want to pray, your heart's not right with God. Uh, and uh, and if, you, if you can't pray uh, in a season of prayer or long, if you don't, if you don't know what to say, um, you're just out of practice. 
Uh, if, uh, if, if you love the things God loves and hate the things God hates, you've got a lot of things in common, a lot of things that you can talk about. Uh, there are people that you know that obviously God knows that you can pray for uh, and pray through. Uh, and uh, and um, if somebody asks you to pray and to pray out loud, I know some people are afraid of you know, public speaking and all of that. Uh, but you're like, hey, can I pray? Uh, I, I, it's weird because we almost like, uh, like with, I'm with my pastor, typically we'll, uh, if we're at a restaurant, like all of a sudden you look around, everybody's going like this. So if you're the one that's the last one to put your thumbs up, then you pray over the meal. Uh, where it should be the, uh, the obvious, like, I'm, you know, I want to pray. Uh, and uh, where are we at? Oh, at the wedding the other day, and uh, Jesse comes up and is like, hey, um, you, you mind if you pray over the meal? I'm like, that's kind of my job, uh, you know, and uh, it's my default, uh, default thing, and I'll hide. Uh, and uh, I used to, at first, when we'd go to some things at the Omni's, they'd have a party or whatever, I'd go, I'd go use the restroom or whatever, and uh, he got, I think he got hip to that, so he prays for all the meals uh, at his place. And, uh, but um, we ought we to, you know, it's almost like, oh, like I lost, I have to pray when it should be like, yay, two thumbs up, I get to pray. Uh, and uh, a heart that's right with God desires is a praying heart. Number six, a right heart is a heart that feels conflict. Uh, let me explain that. Galatians chapter number five, uh, a right heart is a heart that feels conflict within it. Now, I'm mentioning that tonight because modern Christianity tells you that you, a right heart is a heart that doesn't feel conflict. You, sh- you, shouldn't, you don't need to feel conflict because you're forgiven uh, and it's all under the blood. Um, but uh, but there's, uh, we find in the Bible two opposing principles that are contending uh, for uh, our mastery and that's the flesh and the spirit, the flesh lusting against the spirit. And Galatians 5.17 says, For the flesh lusteth against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary the one to the other, so that they cannot do the things that you would. Uh, Paul says this in Romans 7, verse 23, But I see another law in my members warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity uh, to the law of sin, which is in my members. Like, I think that there are a lot of modern Christians uh, who, they must not have Romans 6, 7, and 8 even in their Bible. Uh, maybe that's, I, I've not looked into it uh, in, uh, in some of the new versions, but do they like take like those verses, those passages, those chapters right out? Because, because they obviously can't read their Bible and then come to the conclusion that if you're born again, you have no spiritual conflict with your heart. Um, the Bible says, uh, uh, you know, in Luke 11, when a strong man armed keep of this palace, his goods are in peace. I mean, there's, there's a war that we're fighting. Uh, there's, there's um, you know, we're to put on the whole armor of faith. And we're soldiers uh, for Christ. And, uh, but a heart that is right with God feels Conflict. It knows by experience what Paul says that when he uh, that there's a war in his members, warring against the law of his mind. A wrong heart knows nothing of this strife. If if your heart is not right with God, um, then then you will not experience the strife that comes between the warring of the flesh and the spirit. So when somebody tells me I can I do this and and God leaves me alone. I do this and God doesn't bring conviction. Uh, I, don't, I don't feel guilt uh, about this activity or that activity. Uh, there's no warring between the flesh and the spirit. Uh, that's, not, that's not evidence that you've somehow evolved in your Christianity, that everything is good. Uh, that's, that's a symptom that something's bad wrong. Uh, and uh, it's like you, you go to the, uh, the doctor and they, they, they hook you up to a machine and they're like, you know, or this, 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 let's, let's go primitive. They put the little stethoscope in and come up and, uh, and put it on there. And they're like, 
They can't find anything. And you're like, well, that's good, right? <laughs> no. Uh, you're supposed to have a heartbeat and a pulse or whatever. And, uh, and so, so when, when we're Christians and we're saved, uh, and if we sin, the Bible says the Holy Spirit of God convicts us of that. Uh, so lack of conviction is, a, is an evidence of a heart uh, that is, is not right. Uh, and uh, so the right heart uh, may be known uh, by its warfare and uh, quite as much as it can be known by its peace. Um, I, I know that I'm saved probably more from the chastisement of the Lord uh, than, than the, the, the peace that passeth understanding. Does that make sense? Um, I, I'm just talking about me in general. Um, the Bible says, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Uh, so, so it doesn't matter if God's guiding me or knocking me over the head. I'm glad he's doing either one of them. Uh, because when he chastens us, that's evidence of his love. A right heart is a heart that feels conflict. Uh, another fellow Christian or, or pastor is preaching uh, that if you're born again, there is no conflict. You shouldn't feel guilt because you're no longer under condemnation. But guilt is to you spiritually what pain is to you physically. And when you, when you can sin and not feel guilt, you've got a heart problem. You might have a salvation problem, but you definitely have a heart uh, that is not right with God. Uh, God. God calls those kind of hearts stony hearts, um, hard hearts, um, um, uh, you know, stiff-necked, rebellious. Um, he describes uh, all those ways, and they're, and they're not good. Um, we need to have a heart that's tender. And then lastly tonight, uh, number seven, uh, let's go to Luke chapter number eight. Uh, and um, maybe in Hebrews chapter number 10, we'll just use those two. Uh, Luke 8 and Hebrews 10. A right heart uh, is an honest heart, an undivided heart, a heart uh, that is true. Uh, the Bible says this in Luke 8 verse 15, but that on the good ground are they which are in an honest and a good heart, having heard the word, keep it and bring forth fruit uh, with patience. Talking about um, uh, what kind of soil uh, our heart is. And, and I've said this, you've heard me say that, um, the Word of God is the seed, and there's never anything wrong with the seed. It's always a problem with the soil. Uh, so if you don't get anything out of the Word of God, um, it isn't the Word of God's fault. Um, it's, it's the soil that it's in. Uh, and uh, and uh, one way that I like, I heard it presented, I presented to you, uh, is that when I come to church, I'm and I'm preaching the Word of God. It's something that I believe the Lord wants me, you know, to say. I, I prayed over it. I believe that it's God's will for me to do it, and I'm and I prepare. Um, but it's it's almost more important more important for you to prepare for my sermons than it is for me to prepare for them, um, because it's your heart uh, that that Word of God is sown into, and um, and I always, it drives me crazy. People are like oh, I, I'm just not getting fed. And uh, I, by the way, I'm never offended if somebody tells me that. I listen to your sermons and I'm just not getting fed. It just goes in one ear and out the other. Um, and, uh, you know, it, 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 you know, because, you know, I, I want to say sorry, but somebody else told me that they were full <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, not fed up, uh, but uh, that, they, that it was good, that they, it was good food for them. And so same message, you know, it's just different, different hearts. Uh, some receive it, some don't. And, uh, but there is nothing about a true heart, a heart that's right with God that has falsehood or hypocrisy uh, or um, image acting. It's not uh, double or divided. It's a single heart. 
Uh, it is, a, it is a, a heart that's set on things above. Uh, it really is what it professes to be. Uh, it and feels what it professes to feel and believes what it professes to believe. Um, you, just, you just can't... You, we can fool each other. We can't, obviously, we know we can't fool God. But even when it comes to fooling each other, we're not that good. Uh, we can put up fronts and whatever, but, uh, but uh, it's, you know... Um, you are what you say you are. Uh, and, and that's not to say that you don't ever get your faith, you know, not tested or you get feeble or weary. Uh, it doesn't mean that, um, you know, you're perfect. Um, you know, it's obedient. You know, I want to be obedient, but I'm, I'm a completely imperfect individual. But one thing a right heart distinguishes is that um, our faith is real and it's genuine and it's thorough and it's sincere. That's what genuine Christianity is. It's true. It's not wavering. Uh, it, uh, it's resolved um, and fully persuaded uh, and, uh, and confident and assured uh, based on the promise of God's word. I know that I know that I know that I'm going to heaven. I know whom I believe and he is able uh, to keep. Uh, it, you know, he saves, he keeps, he does all of it. And I believe it with all my heart. Uh, and, uh, and I'm convinced of it. Um, and so there's, there, there shouldn't be, um, I don't think there is, anybody I really know and talk to, uh, any question about what I believe and who I believe in. Um, and, uh, and that is, uh, is some, if, if people don't know uh, and, uh, and you can't be honest and true and you can't, you can't let your light shine because you, at your workplace because um, of all the other things that you've done or ways that you've behaved, and, and by, uh, you know, you don't, can't tell anybody you go to church because that would out you as being a hypocrite. Uh, and, uh, and so if there's, you know, you've got friends that don't know that you're a Christian, your heart might not be right. Uh, if, uh, if you're not letting your light shine, you're not being salt and all of that, you might not be uh, right uh, with the Lord. Uh, and, uh, and so a right heart is honest, undivided, and true. So as we uh, go into next week, and I love my church. Obviously, when we think of that, you know, the logo, I heart, love, uh, it's a heart matter. It's, it's about where our heart, our treasures are, um, our love for the house of God, the things of God, all of that. But all of that will work the way that it's supposed to work um, if, if we have hearts that are sensitive to the Spirit's leading. And um, um, God, um, God uses broken vessels um, but not dirty ones. And uh, so when you, when you read the scripture and, and, um, um, and look at uh, just um, cisterns, for example, uh, and um, the brokenness and how we are, uh, God, God's used, the Bible's full of people who are broken people. Uh, and, uh, and God, especially in the contrition, the brokenness, God can do wonderful things. Um, but our heart needs to be clean and right. And, uh, and that's where we do business with the Lord on, the, on a daily basis uh, and uh, confessing our sin and making sure uh, maybe we're just, you know, um, our attitude isn't right. You know, I don't know. I mean, I probably every single day I've got to ask God, you know, for an attitude adjustment at, at, at some point during the day. And, um, you know, I can't control what other people do, but I, you know, and I struggle controlling how I respond to it. 
And so when, we, you know, and, you, and it might be, you know, maybe you've done this, like, you say something, you go, you know what, I'm sorry, I, you know, I shouldn't be like that. That's good. If you can, if you can just like that, spew something out and then take it, take it back and go, yeah, I'm a rotten Christian. You know, I shouldn't even talk like that. Um, that, that shows that your heart's in the right spot. Uh, and, uh, and so let's pray this week and ask God to do work in our hearts. We come back this next Sunday. We're, we're soil. It's ready to, to, for God to lead and direct. Uh, and, uh, and then take it beyond that. It's not just for Sunday. It's for every Sunday. Uh, and, uh, and it starts tonight as we, as we pray like we did this morning uh, for that very thing. So let's all stand tonight uh, with our heads bowed. And, uh, and we're going to have a time of prayer uh, with the Lord. Uh, and maybe of the seven things that I mentioned this evening, by the way, that's not the entire list. There's lots of other uh, areas that we can go to. Uh, but um, you just need, you know, a checkup. Uh, you just kind of, you know, just need to uh, hook the Bible up, so to speak, uh, and just make sure everything is, is, is working right uh, and, uh, and that your heart uh, is healthy spiritually uh, and, uh, and where it isn't. You just fix it. And, and, and by the way, just if, even if it was like, you know, um, your physical heart, now you, you can't have bacon or whatever. Um, you might, that was, you know, my, not even worth living <laughs> uh, if I can't eat the food that I want to eat. But you know what? Uh, it's more than important than you. There's other people in your life that need you around. So you'll, even though you like bacon, you'll quit bacon, uh, eating bacon. And so tonight, spiritually, I guarantee you, um, you know, as the Lord, the Holy Spirit, directs you in some way in your life uh, that you've got to get right with him. Uh, it's um, um, less labor intensive than having to deal with your physical heart uh, in many ways. And so just mind the spirit as he deals with you this evening. As the panel begins to play, uh, let's pray and ask God uh, to give us a, a heart that's right, that has faith and strength and uh, perhaps uh, in prayer. Uh, I, maybe you're not praying like you, like you ought to be praying. Maybe your heart's not is pure uh, as it needs to be. Uh, you've let um, too many things come in your eye gate or your ear gate that have affected your heart in a negative way. Um, recognize what that is and then be better about it. 